0: Welcome to dumb questions only. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your dumb host.
1: Yeah, I'm calling it one good question. Mike's calling it dumb questions only. It's, it's only f-
0: because people say there's no such thing as a dumb question.
1: Yeah, it, this is this is the Friday show. Um, uh, alternating right now with. Uh, uh, Topic Thunder, we're on a break with Topic Thunder. We'll be back with that one. That's a panel show in which we do something similar, but right now we're trying to give an actual answer. I think we, Topic
0: Thunder, we just like to have fun with the topic. So, yeah, I don't think, I don't often think in general, but on Topic Thunder, I'm definitely not thinking. There's no filter. Yeah. Between the, the thoughts and the mouth. And then now there's like one filter. Right. And then on a regular episode, there's probably like two, one and a half filters. Yeah. Something like that.
1: I try to say things occasionally that that are somewhat fact-based. Yeah,
0: uh, I like try. I wouldn't say I try, but something I say is fact-based. There you go. But I don't try. 50 just only 50%.
1: Yeah. So we try to stay on brand with 50%.
0: Uh brand new website? Yes, for uh, the podcast.
1: 50percentfacts.com where 50 is is numbers.
0: All right. So 50% spelt out Spelt out facts.com Go there, find the Discord, click on that, join, we're chatting out, and we also have the link to these questions, so you can enter your question, you have a chance to win uh, if we choose your question, we need your dumbest, just kidding, give us a good question, if we use it on an episode, you'll get a gift from 3SB, from Jim and I, um, and you'll be featured on a a Friday show, Yep. and and on the Discord, we're chatting, community building, we got um, exclusives for apparel coming down the road. First look at apparel, um if you throw your lifts in there and stuff, we could chat about it everyone's just hanging out yep um
1: yeah, and hey here's the thing y- 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 we don't have to be there for you guys to talk to each other that's that's, yeah, that's kind of the goal yeah, is that that you guys get to know each other and we'll be in there um often if you if you direct something at us we'll definitely respond sometimes we'll sit in there and sometimes we won't sometimes well, the, it, you got to get our attention the best thing
0: it. about it all and i've actually found it on like twitch cuz twitch is probably the easiest place to build community in my opinion cuz you're hanging out for 8 hours like yeah, how yeah. do you not is that no matter like what your background is what you're into like very least there's like an anchor in fitness and this show right so like if you're in discord chances are there's there's some commonality there that you can find that you can't find in your everyday. Yeah, you know, sometimes you go to a bar, family barbecue or something, everyone's asking you about macros and shit because you're the only person like into what you're into, and you feel alienated in this discord. Everyone knows what a macro is. Yeah. <laughs> everyone knows what a deadlift is, right? Like, right. so it is kind of like this bubble of of at least one anchor of of commonality. So, yeah, continue to build that. Continue to hang out and hopefully get more cool questions from you guys.
1: Yeah, it uh, kind of reminds me a little bit of the, uh, the possibilities around the early uh, bulletin board system. Honestly, like, You know, TMAG, Testosterone yeah. Nation, yeah. whatever, uh, uh, Even bodybuild.com. bodybuild.com.
0: I, I see that pop up all the time. Lane posted something today. Uh, I forgot his name. I've met him too. Uh, Claire? Uh, I don't know. He was Mr. Olympia, I think, 212, the, the lower weight Mr. Olympia last year. Uh-huh. Um, and I met him years ago. Uh, but Lane posted a picture with him i was like yeah dude remember chatting on fucking bodybuilding.com in like oh, yeah, 20, yeah. 2009 i'm like damn that's crazy it's nuts yeah
1: okay so our question today is from uh d x c k s o n 66 d x i don't know who that is
0: i, I don't like, either i was trying to visualize it because sometimes when i'm p- like I, if i if, have if, no in- additional information no, that, that, no that's kind of cool that's kind of cool about Discord, too, is it's, like, the level of communication or, like, intimacy, for lack of a better word, is, like, Facebook. But you can still have some anonymous to you, you know? Yeah, yeah. So throw a fucking John Hack avatar or whatever. You yeah. know, like, it doesn't got to be your face. Like, you can still be kind of chilling. Right. Or your fucking favorite Pokemon. For sure. Where, like, Facebook, you know what I mean? Or like, even Instagram is a little weird sometimes. Yeah. Because, like, you talk shit to me, I'm going to click on your profile and realize that you're a dipshit. I'm going <laughs> to see you with your, you know, right, your whole life. On here, you can kind of chill and be a little bit. Don't be an asshole. You're going to get booted, but. Yeah, don't be an asshole. But, but you can, you it, don't have to be so exposed.
1: A little bit like Reddit, I suppose you could do a throwaway yep. if you need to ask a question yep. you didn't want to connect back to yourself. Yeah. You know, just be careful with your language so that you don't um, uh, give yourself away. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, okay, so here's the question. Why do professional athletes pick gimmicky strength and conditioning coaches? Great question. Uh, and I'm not gonna leave the example that's here, but uh, if you're in the <laughs> if you get into the Discord, you can find out what the example yeah, is. Yeah, and,
0: and this is probably like the number one. He's on Instagram and blowing up. I I think so. Two things, right off the top of my head. One, I would go back and listen to, and this is shouting our own shit out, but we did an episode with uh, maybe Omar, but for sure Eric Helms on how to choose like a coach or how to how to spot a gimmick. I believe was the mm-hmm. title of the show, and Eric's just one of my favorite guys to hang out with, but also one of the smartest in the industry because he just always, probably because he went to school a lot. (laughs) Uh, Not only is he smart, but how he breaks things down is always like boom, boom, bing. And he does like a boom, boom, bing on how you spot a gimmick. And all of it, once you hear it, you kind of internally know, but you don't think about it.
1: I may have to republish that one. That might oh, be a did good it way. disappear? Yeah, we uh, need Yeah, it. yeah, because we're yeah. we're limited by both um, uh, Apple and everything else. Yeah, so throw it on can't...
0: Facebook may, or uh, YouTube maybe. Yeah, you know, and hold it, and then we'll lead in the Discord or something. Because it's such a good episode. Every episode. Uh, I obviously have a lot of fun chatting with, but Eric's so good. Um, and so those rules on how to find a gimmick apply to how to find a gimmicky coach. Mm-hmm. And to me, I think it's just, it's very complicated because like athletes, high, high level athletes, even, even lower level athletes, high school, college, whatever, they're not strength and conditioning specialists. No. So they can't spot a gimmick. Yeah. All they can spot is who they're comfortable with and a little bit of trust. Um and you could be having them do the dumbest exercises, but if they have trust and a little bit confidence in you. And then the opposite to that is, does it really matter? That's like the bigger... <laughs> I just shod my Sharpie across the yeah. room trying to
1: Yeah, I think emphasize that's, that point. And,
0: and I'm a strength and conditioning guy. Trust me, I want people to train smart and best. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, the truth is it is a great foundation for every sport when you're starting to get a little bit stronger. Um, but the the placebo nocebo in just believing that your training's fucking dope mm. can go a very long way. And and a lot of injuries happen on impact. They happen on accidents. They happen on things that no regardless if you had the hypothetical perfect training program wouldn't prevent. Um maybe maybe it's not as big of a deal and trust me I'm if you follow me on TikTok all I do is rip these gimmicky coaches that's literally my new content on TikTok cuz that's the only thing that does well on that stupid platform is talking <laughs> shit so I talk shit on all these Coaches, uh-huh. and we have for a long time. We've done it with other coaches yeah. talking about booty bands growing your ass versus just fucking deadlift if you want to grow your ass. Like yeah. it's still a thing everywhere, but I think um, it's similar to like finding a manager or finding like, a, you know, kind of your posse as you come up in any industry. And then once you get a lot of money in the league, you probably just hire like a homie or you prior you probably hire your, your point guard's strength and conditioning coach because he trusts him. Or, you know, a lot of it's just like word of mouth type of stuff. Although that, I know this is a long-winded answer, although that is um, starting to become less popular, I think, which is good. Mm-hmm. We have guys that are um, science-based, Andy Galpin, Dr. Ramsey. Talking about, listen to the last episode about how I feel about doctors. <laughs> uh, our boy Ramsey, uh, and a lot of highly educated coaches that are not only academically educated, but um, have the application and experience to train high level athletes. Um, even Jordan Shallow, muscle doc. Um, there's a lot of guys that have the good mix of the academia and the application. Um, where I think most people, when they say gimmicky coach, probably just mean like a bro science coach, a guy that is jacked or can jump really high, and all of a sudden, oh, follow my... If you pull a sled backwards, <laughs> that you're going to dunk a basketball. that okay. and, and that's just, like, not the case. Yeah. Like, that guy is springy, and yeah. he walked backwards, and, yeah, building your quads will make you jump higher, but not everyone's going to dunk a basketball that pulls a sled backwards. No. No, not.
1: I would say that... Um, our good friend, Jacob Ross...
0: Jacob is another great example.
1: Who has, he has actually worked with high level athletes. In, he has his in master's, I believe. He has a master's degree. He was like on the way to getting a PhD and he got a job. Uh, outstanding, doesn't deal with gimmicks, whatever. Yep. Even he would tell you that you have to keep it interesting. Yeah. You get somebody yeah. like. Uh, you know, Ramsey,
0: I think when we interviewed yeah. him, we kind of talked yeah. about stuff like that too.
1: Um, we talked, our friend uh, Amadeo Novello, who works with really good too. Uh, Team Alpha Male. He says, "Keep it interesting, make it applicable. Yeah. Don't get them hurt. Yeah, and don't tire. Don't don't kill them. Don't tire them out in some way that, that is going to impact their performance.
0: Yeah, a lot of it does, and and it's like the good part and the bad part. A lot of it is like personal relations. So like if you know." Your certain athletes having a down week or they just lost a game or, or something's going on and you know they like training arms yeah maybe you're doing an arm day is that going to help him dunk a ball or play longer no but it'll kind of get his up he turn his best music on he hits a little bicep pump he feels a little bit better about himself and maybe that one percent that one hour you got with him that day half an hour you got with him that day if he's a pro athlete mm-hmm. you, you could build him up a little bit um you know yeah i think I agree 100% with those guys and Jim, but like you can, it's not always X and O's what's right, right. because we're dealing with humans. Right, um, They're not robots. They have emotions. They have good days. They have bad days. And there's a lot more to take into account when you're dealing with elite athletes because of fatigue and game schedule and sleep schedule and travel schedule when you're talking about professionals especially. Um, so there's a lot of things mixed in there that you have to deal with. So you can't just optimally – squat every single day Um, and it goes back to like lebron james doing like a quarter squat like three years ago and just absolutely getting blasted by the powerlifting community but the powerlifting community just doesn't know like you can be very strong at powerlifting and not have a fucking clue on how to coach an athlete or how to coach a powerlifter yeah uh that was one of my tiktok rants today some cscs kid i hate i hate it he i say kid he's probably my age he fucking says like you want to grow glutes and then this dude turns around and shows his ass like follow me duh like here's my proof i'm like That's 1980s logic. Like, the biggest dude in the room is the best coach in the room? Yeah. Now, I think if you're you're a coach, you should kind of talk the walk and walk the talk. You should live the lifestyle you believe in. I don't think you should be 800 pounds and obese and not be able to move a barbell if you're trying to be a strength and conditioning coach. But counter to that, I think you'd be the best coach in the world and not be the strongest guy in the world by far, and often case it is the truth. Um, There's a reason guys like Larry Bird and Michael Jordan haven't had a great coaching career. Yeah, some things came easier to them
1: that they didn't have to figure out. That's, actually, that's one of the things we're flashing back to our our just previous episode. That the the aura around uh, Larry Bird is that he had to work hard, right. and that the aura around Magic Johnson is he was gifted. just super gifted. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, where Larry was a freak. Yeah, th- uh, that's still a thing now. People talk about like Larry's so fun about Larry was a freak. He moved really well, and he's six eight. Yeah. Like that wasn't a thing back then. Yeah. Like now, there's LeBron James and Kevin Durant and all these guys. You're who like, "Whoa, dude! They're six ten and they move like they're six foot." But like Magic and Larry moved like fucking freaks. It's just Larry had some back issues kind of early in his career that made him not as like quote unquote athletic. But yeah. maybe you needed a different trainer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's <was> probably doing <laughs> ball-suit tra- balls
1: or a trainer. Period. Maybe right. he just needed a
0: backwards sled walk and the yeah. motherfucker would have had a twenty-year yeah. career.
1: Yeah. A couple other people that I've met in person and have seen sort of what their methodology is that I. Could say probably is, are, are just fine and probably keep it interesting. Ben Bruno,
0: yeah, yeah. Ben's got a lot of fucking top level athletes, and it's for a reason. And Gunnar Peterson, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen a lot of Gunnar stuff to be honest, God. but like the truth is, there's always there's always a mix, and it is like again, I don't want to say it's all placebo because strength and conditioning really can have a lasting effect on your career and your longevity and your durability as an athlete. But so much of it is that you're getting some kind of work in, mm-hmm. and that you're enjoying it, and you're in a good mood
1: both of those guys unlike anybody else that we really talked about um, um, have dealt with with a lot of celebrities as yeah. well and some of what you're getting is their personality yeah Ben is like he he's a good guy who is on the surface very disagreeable and so he he's Kind of constantly, like if you see what the, some of the stuff he does yeah, with Chelsea, Chelsea Handler, uh, but that's kind of just his personality, and so people do things for him to sort of, yeah, you know, like yeah,
0: but, but like a celebrity and a, a pro athlete, uh, which I think is where you're heading, is like it is a very similar because lifting weights isn't their job, right? A celebrity needs to be funny and probably look good to get this next yeah. TV gig, and a basketball player needs to be good at fucking basketball, yeah, and so like you have to treat the gym and them like it's not their job. Right. If you're dealing with a powerlifter and that dude's going to sleep and waking up thinking about his deadlift session, you can probably deal with him a little bit differently right. and program for him a little yeah. differently.
1: And the gunner has a gym full of toys. Yeah. It's to- and so he yeah, can yeah. keep things interesting and he is very he's you when you see him work with somebody, he's very challenging, but he's also very supportive at the same time. I think that's both of those guys. Yeah. Um uh I just started listening to this podcast. Uh I was Originally exposed to this particular person through Michael Lewis's podcast. Michael Lewis wrote um, Moneyball. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, he had a podcast about. It's called Against the Rules. It's basically about about how breaking the rules sometimes actually works out in your favor, and you know whatever. Yeah. He did a whole uh, season on coaching, and one of the things he did was bring in a uh, a vocal coach to try to improve his singing, try to see if it was possible through coaching to pr- 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 improve his singing. That guy now has his own podcast because Michael A Lewis- singing coach? Yes. And like episode one is Ariana, Ariana Grande. Oh, and shit. like episode four is John Legend yeah. or whatever. And all of these people are his clients. And the thing that they come back to is like, I never thought about my voice as an instrument before. I never thought about the warm ups I needed to do. I never- considered all the other things sleep and nutrition and all that stuff that's yeah. important whatever does this sound familiar and then they say he's like their vocal life coach yeah because he's there supporting their stuff and can and because he spends so much time with him he knows what what causes them to have bad performances and yeah. then you know and so i don't think you get that from from a gimmicky strength coach but i think you think you're going to and, and, and because and of the way they present themselves
0: yeah you might right like they might they might like tell you the wrong things but they might have like good structure about them it's yeah. hard, you know it's so hard to say because the point of like broad stroke and gimmicky is like uh, they all have their own ways yeah. I guess you know what I mean like so like and, so, and and it's like a spectrum of gimmick yeah like some people might just really believe in green supplements and mm-hmm. i would call that gimmicky not that a green supplement's bad or good but like if that's like your keystone of your training program or like some people might really believe in a basu ball yeah and then some people might just be absolute tr- trash witch doctors right um right. so like it's a varying degree of that or some people might not meet read much evidence-based nutrition or evidence-based training and so they might just be a little bit old school they're only doing three sets of 10 on everything mm-hmm. And so the spectrum of I think what we both agree on is like some of those coaches might be fine if you only do three sets of ten on everything it's not the worst thing no. <laughs> it's not, probably not optimal for like a strength a- or like a, a, a physical athlete but like you're not killing them but if you're doing one hand upside down basu ball handstand whatever's and you get your athlete injured that's yeah. that's bad yeah you or just, at even at a risk of it yeah yes. and now you're like all right now we're on the other spectrum of gimmicky so um, generally speaking it's hard to say but I, I think mostly uh, we covered why they choose it it's, it's a homie it's a homie hookup type mm-hmm. of deal it's a I trust this guy type of deal or or it's like oh I see this guy popular on Instagram I've heard that from multiple like acquaintances like oh I got a big Instagram following. and then yeah they just asked me to coach him I'm like oh shit <laughs> yeah and, and it's the snake salesy like that's why i claim like i've never really trained anybody of that level like i tried to make a little move at uh reebok because what happened back in the day is reebok would sign coaches and then they uh-huh. would sign you know celebrities to wear sneakers like every uh-huh. other company does and then sometimes in that contract some of the celebrities would want a trainer and they would try to pair them up so mm-hmm. i made a move to try to coach i forgot even who it was at the time um but i made a move to try to like coach somebody um and and like that's how it happens. Yeah, don't
1: say you don't remember. Say you can't say. That's um, better. <laughs> yeah, that
0: does sound cooler. Because it wasn't Rick Ross. That's who it pops in my head. But uh, I know Garrett Fisher was training him. But it was like something situation like that. And I was like, yeah, man, I'll go fucking train whoever, whatever the fuck. But um, even that, like my Reebok guys trust me and know me, and they know fitness, so they uh, knew I was knew what I was doing. But uh, in any other company, Nike's hiring co- coaches that are big on Instagram, not because they're good coaches. Uh Like like Reebok signed me when I had like ten thousand followers because they thought I was actually a good coach and then I just happened to grow with them as we grew. But like other companies are going to hire a coach for exposure of the sneaker, right? And then tie them up with a celebrity just because it's the homie deal. Oh, I have a Nike trainer. Oh, cool. You know, it's all just kind of it's all kind of business, really, is what it is.
1: Yeah. So one of one of the answers here is expanding audience.
0: Yeah, networking business. Yeah, yeah. like anything else. Yeah, how do you get sponsored by something? It's kind of like a. And and I think I think smart athletes probably go about it differently because they probably start with a really good manager. They start with a really good agent, and then they have you know they they kind of analyze their steps. Um, Jacobs a good example. He he trained tons of pro athletes, baseball, NFL in NBA out of Chicago. Um, but then his full-time job was Luau Deng, who was an all-star in the NBA, Duke uh, uh, alumni. And Luau, after getting to know him as a friend and, and as like a, you know, we talk business here and there, um, he's just analytical in his process. Mm-hmm. He hired a chef and his chef went with him everywhere. He hired a driver. He went with him everywhere and he hired a trainer. And those were like his keystones of his career to keep him healthy and where he wanted to go. And he had already worked with Jacob at the gym where mm-hmm. all these pro athletes went. And so he already got a vibe for him. It wasn't the homie hookup. Up. Um, so there's other instances too and I, I think it's starting to switch I think people training in general or having a personal trainer as, a, as an athlete is probably kind of new in the scheme of things yeah. like certain sports didn't even have strength and conditioning programs until now let alone um, colleges let alone ladies all these things so it's all kind of evolving and I think it'll slowly continue to find you know the cream the cream does rise to the top eventually I, kind of final point other than, other than the fact that I think that we um
1: we leave them this one in the in-basket, and we may come back to it yeah. with with other with guests. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, just because you saw somebody working with a an influencer slash coach on social media one time or right. two times doesn't mean they actually continue to work with them. 100%. So it could – these it could be, you know – Yes, cloud chasing, so, collabs. Yeah, collabs, social media um, – you know, video opportunity or whatever. Yeah. And that's kind of sucks too, but it yeah. is, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. They may be associated that, that trainer might be associated with a product. That, 100 billion percent. Yeah, yeah. So any of that, maybe don't take it too terribly seriously yeah. because it may not mean anything at all.
0: Um, let's wrap this one up. Ladies and gentlemen, 3SB.co for all your apparel needs. 3rd Street Barbell if you're ever in Northern California. I'm Sal Mike. Everywhere you want to find me, we'll catch you every Wednesday and Friday.
1: I'm Matthew, Jim McDean on all the social media. This show, 50% facts. Percent is a word, and 50 is just numbers. And you can throw a .com on the end of that and find our website, and we will talk to you next week. And I'm taking a vacation.